Good evening. This is episode 39 of Stick to Sports. That's right. Ryan Hello. said he would Ryan said he would allow me to do the introduction this time. The reason the reason I said that is you said, quote, I like to say the episode number. And I thought, well, who am I in my life to deny a friend of mine something they like to do? Someone has to get them correct. You know, that's just kind of the way that it goes. <laughs> I guess, and it's certainly not going to be me. So that all makes sense. How are we doing, buddy? We took took a took a week off. Well, yeah, so, sound like sound like you were pretty busy. Very busy. College hockey stuff uh, really ramps up in the last and you know last week and then this week. Uh, this weekend the actual NCAA tournament starts, so there's going to be, you know. What is it? Fifteen games, sixteen games, and uh. I, I feel like a terrible hockey fan for how little I pay attention to to college stuff. I just it just doesn't. I didn't grow up with it, and it just like yeah, it's a very it doesn't do anything for me. I, I I feel like an asshole for it. Well, it's a very parochial thing. Like nobody cares about it outside of the places they play it. You know what I love though, baby, that bean pot. Can't get enough of Being it. Being so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, th- I think this year is going to be a good tournament because there's nobody super great where you're like, oh yeah, they're the clear favorite. Um, and that always makes things interesting because often in college hockey, there's one team that just rolls over everybody. and uh, Like the University of Maryland. You don't right? have No, they don't have one. They should. Why not? Club. Club. I think the, that team would lose to, uh, say, Harvard in, in hockey. Maybe in a spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> um, but, like, what's funny is a lot of times what happens is when – when college, like big colleges, have good club teams for a while, they just go, eh, f- uh, "Let's just make this D one, I guess." And that's mm-hmm. what happened with both Penn State and Arizona State. They raised yeah. a bunch of money, and they were like, "Okay, these." And in fact, Arizona State let their club coach be their Division one coach. Which... I'm sure that I'm sure that all just turn out perfectly. Uh, they're they, not. They're not. They're not playing yet, are they? No, they are. This is their. They just finished their second season. They're still bad. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Penn, Penn State's pretty good, though, right? Penn State made the NCAA tournament this year as an at-large team. So yeah, I, I think I think they're I think they're better than other than most people in college hockey would give them credit for. But they're still not like you know really good. They're gonna lose it's this a, weekend. Good. Yeah. Sure. Um, the other thing that happened this weekend, by the way. Oh, I didn't ask. How are you doing, Sean? You don't I'm, care. It doesn't I matter. I do care. I just, I got so excited to talk about all the things we talked about talking about. Talking about? Yeah. We um, talked about talking about things. Yeah. Um, I'm good. I'm good, man. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, I've, I haven't done that much. What the hell did I do last weekend? I don't know. Did you Nothing. watch basketball? College yeah, that, basketball. No, that's, that's pretty much it. I last weekend was was uh, dropping into college hoops and pretending like I was an expert on it. Yeah, after hell yeah, watching after sparingly watching you know Pitt and Maryland games throughout the course of the season. Yeah, 
I know I know everything now. Well, that's that classic shit. Anytime there's like any major sport, like the Olympics, the Olympics happen and everybody's like, I don't know, that uh, ski jump wasn't as good as I would have would have liked it to be. And it's like, bro, you haven't watched ski jump in four years. Yeah, right. Because I'm a I'm a generalist, like kind of by nature. Like I I like knowing a little about a lot of things and and uh when stuff like this pops up yeah it it definitely suits that part of my personality but yeah the the olympics are a great example like i watched a ton of archery four years or whenever like the 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 summer olympics before last in in 2012 i was like mr mr archery I, i i've never even held a bow and arrow in my life but i was like yeah, I got it. I know, I know everything about this. Now. Well, the good the good news about archery is at least it's not subjective. Like you just go and you're like, well, I guess he got it closest to the right. To the that's part of, of it. That's so, I think that's that I think that I think that's part of the appeal. There's no nuance. It's not like watching you know Figure judo skating, right? judo or something where where like there's there's no subtlety. You just try to shoot one thing into the middle of another thing. Yeah, we all we but all learned. That's about... why that's why I love guns. And here's <laughs> sure. We all learned about archery, of course, watching Robin Hood as kids. He was so good at archery, he shot an arrow through another arrow. Remember that? I'm unfamiliar with Robin Hood. What? Don't don't know him. Well, so who's that? You need to know he he robbed from the rich to give to the poor. Sounds good. He was a fox, if I'm not mistaken, and he was friends with a big bear. Thought Robin Hood was a person. Agree to disagree. Mm, well, now all of a sudden, again, you're an expert in a thing you claim to know very little about moments ago. Hmm. Um. What else have I done? Oh, uh, my. So my one of my best friends coaches our high school hockey team. Yes, that's. I wanted to ask you about this. Good remembering by you. And they were, you know, they played in for the Western Pennsylvania uh, title last night, the Penguins Cup. Uh, sadly, sadly, the Central Catholic Vikings fell to the Peters Township Indians. Racism, those fuckers. Uh, I, I, well, they, they gave me the, they, the, one of the guys at the school asked me to do, to tweet from like the, from, from the team's account. Twitter takeover? Like, Twitter takeover. Oh, baby. The, the SC Twitter, Twitter takeover. Uh. So they yeah so they, they they played they played last night at the at the Lemieux practice facility where where the Penguins practice uh, in the in the northern suburbs here and uh, yeah it was it's weird like I, I go to a handful of games every year just because you know uh, Billy's one of my best friends and you know just trying to support him and all that stuff but it's crazy like you, I snapped right into seventeen year old asshole mode at that at, at that <laughs> moment like I like I I, re- I I totally wanted to just like start making fun of the kids. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm, I am a 31 year old adult man. Like this is not <laughs> with, and, with a and, professional newspaper job who works, who works, who works for for the local newspaper. The like record I, in, the, in town. I should, yes. Yeah. I should probably stop thinking about mean things to, to to say about kids on the team. Not go in on this 15 year old third line center. They all they all dyed their hair. All the Peters Township kids. They all like bleached their hair. Oh boy. That. That uh, that stirred something inside me. I think. <laughs> Are you one of these guys who likes the uh, the Minnesota video where the guys like, oh, look at the salad on this? Not ombre. really. Not not really because those kids are like 
what 99 out of 100 those kids are terrible right there's there's no way that they're not just little monsters i would imagine that's true yes so i don't like rewarding that sort of behavior (laughs) um and then that's just you know part of the hockey culture stuff that i don't really i'm not really down with i don't really understand or care about yeah i just think that guy in particular really strikes me as a creep the guy who does those videos spends a lot of time on it man yeah in, and hey, he got that line of hats made or something, so it's all working out for him financially. Yeah, whatever, get get money, bro. With your, yeah, you know, with your, Jesus Christ, salad and all that, all that shit, all those, all those Butchergrass words. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, uh, I will be hanging out with John Butchergrass at the NCAA hockey tournament this weekend. Congratulations, he seems great. I. Mm, have I ever actually said more than, like, two words to him? I don't think so. Um, but he is one of those guys who wears sneakers with a suit, which I hate. So, <laughs> Like, well, okay, so there's 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 two types of those guys, right? Like, it's some of them just do it because they're lazy and they're only on camera. Like, they're, they're, only their top half is on camera. Right. Like, you'll see local news guys walking around with, like, jeans and sneakers and it's just because they don't care like they do not care about about like they don't care what they look like but then you have like the cool guys who wear like jackets with jackets with t-shirts and jeans and stuff well i'm i'm talking about like when he's covering so this is when he was covering you know an ncaa game a couple years ago uh, he was like talking to somebody and i walked by and, and i scoped that that was that that was happening with his uh, footwear, and it, I and I wondered, like he was, he was still wear, like he was wearing the full suit, mm-hmm. but he had like you know Nikes on, and so I, that it, takes. Mm. It was a real, it was a real question of me for me of, is he trying to be Johnny Cool Guy, or yeah. is it a comfort thing? And with Butchergrass particularly, could go either way. I feel like. I mean, and I'm not like. You know, my one one of my friends got married. It was it was black tie, and one of my other friends is like a huge huge sneakerhead. My 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 roommate Fish. He loves 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 sneakers. Like obsessively, is you know he resells stuff. He's you know got a bunch of Instagram followers just because he tweets cool pictures of cool shoes. And he wore you know Jordan Elevens with with sneakers or with with his with his tux like the the, the, with his tux even with the pat you know the the patent leather ones, and he looked and, and he looked he looked good. He he can pull it off because it's it's like his thing. It's in line with you know, with uh, his overall you know his style. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I, so I'm not gonna knock that, but I don't know, man. I I'm not I'm not I'm not down with that. Yeah, I'm but gonna take a pass on. That that's also because I essentially have like two looks that I like. I'm either dressed like a to- a total slob, or I'm wearing like a button down shirt and jeans and and in uh whatever like vans or something like i i don't i rarely dress nice so far be it for me to say right yeah and again like if you're literally on your feet for six hours or something that's kind of what i'm saying like i i don't i don't work i don't work in a suit so so i'm i'm not going to knock someone who who wants to be comfortable while while they're doing it but i don't know i i i think you got to choose your sneakers judiciously if if you're in that position i'd say yeah i agree um, you know who else is a big uh, is a big suit with 
uh, sneakers guy is Bob Kraft, which is another strike against well, that, wearing yeah, a suit he's, sneakers. Yeah, he, that's he's a dork though. Like that's just he yeah. wears like you know bankers tab collars and all all that stuff. Oh, like he's God. Just, just the worst. He's just he, he's just a dorky old dude who who dresses like he works for Goldman Sachs. Yeah. So whatever. That's not that's not the same thing. I agree. Yeah. Like if you're wearing if you're wearing some like Brooks Brothers suit with a pair of white New Balances, like you're you're a nerd. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll agree to that. I'll agree to that. Um, so a thing that happened this weekend also was Chuck Berry died. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how big into Chuck Berry you are, but I really like Chuck Berry a lot. I. Other than the super obvious stuff, like I think Maybelline's like kind of a perfect song. Yeah, of course whatever. it is. Uh, and I respect, you know, the groundwork that he laid and all that stuff. But it, he wasn't someone I grew up with because I mean, part of that was because my dad is is a little was is younger, and yeah. that was not like my dad didn't listen to Chuck. My dad was born in 1960, so like my dad didn't grow up listening to Chuck Berry. He grew up listening to Rush, and so whatever. Sure, it wasn't it was just a little bit before his time. So it was not something I grew up with. It was one of those things I had to like sort of uh, that, you know, a guy who you seek out when you're interested in the history of music and you're interested in in that sort of stuff. So you find him retroactively maybe, but he's not like hardwired into my brain as as in in a way that maybe, you know, the Beatles are or something. Sure. Yeah. We we listen to the oldies station a lot. in yeah. my mom's car, it was the oldies, and in my dad's car, it was news radio. Real fun. Nah, see, like I, that just wasn't, you know. The my my mom likes, you know, Motown and stuff. So we, so I listened to a lot of that. But yeah, uh, my my dad was my dad was pretty current with music uh, growing up, and it just wasn't it wasn't really a thing right. for me. Um, but yeah, so the the reason the reason I bring it up is. In the call for questions this week, we had two separate people. Let me let me find them real quick. But they basically asked, uh, "What is or at Fauser F A U X S E R asked what was your favorite band or artist that you had to dump due to their bad behavior?" And our old friend The Anderson uh, asked if it's possible to overlook an artist's per, uh, personal life or transgressions if the art is good. And Chuck Berry is a classic example of that because um, I don't know all the details of it, but you, I'm assuming, have heard the story about, like, his chain of restaurants or whatever. Yeah, he's a, he's a pervert. Yes. Uh, for those who don't know, he had, like, he opened a chain of restaurants or something like that, more or less specifically so he could film, like, put secret mm-hmm. cameras in the women's bathrooms. That's yeah, he's... Like, he's... He's a predator in in a lot of ways. Yes, exactly. So, Chuck Berry is a guy who, when that, like that, I I don't remember when that happened, but that was certainly a thing I heard many, many years after uh, I was already a huge fan, right? So, I can still listen to Chuck Berry and be like, damn, like, all these songs are extremely good. But in the back of your mind, you're like, ah, but the, like bathroom camera thing yeah my my answer to this and i think we may have talked about this before um it's a it's it's a cop-out in a lot of ways because uh i like i first off i there are certain there are certainly artists 
out there whose whose behavior like has ruined stuff for me. Yeah. But there's also ones that I'm willing to overlook that that like I'm capable of compartmentalizing, you know, in a very real way. So like I don't blame anybody. Uh, I don't blame anybody for writing someone off, but it just because it it casts a pall over, over their work. But it also doesn't make the work worse. By definition, it it doesn't. Yeah, of course it doesn't. Um, but like I, anytime I hear a Michael Jackson song, for example, I'm just like, oh, this is the guy that fucks kids, right? Like we're, we're all just well, agreeing right. that like Billie Jean, it, I mean, it's a good song and everything, but like, I cannot get over the fact of, you know, like PYT could literally be about like a 12 year old child. Yeah, no. And, but there's, you're opening up a door there though, because oh no, I, I totally agree. Like Ed, like Eddie Murphy, he can't he can't have today at work because we were talking about the new Chappelle specials and there's some pretty ugly you know homophobia, transphobia, just weird stuff mixed in there uh, for for Chappelle. But like we ended up talking a little specifically about about Delirious, the the Eddie Murphy uh, stand up special and Raw for that matter. I mean, just some of the most just Delirious un- is out of control. Homophobic. It, it, I, like, like it's amazing. Delirious is ruined by it. Like, like that's a, that's impossible to watch. Yeah. Like, like Roz a little bit. Uh, Roz, like it's it's a better piece of work, and and it's just less over what it's less overwhelming than than Delirious it for sure. Lean on it the way Delirious does. That is that is the that's like the the narrative like thread of that of that whole special no absolutely is, like is, Delirious might as well just be gay people are gross <laughs> like yeah. Right. But like, so I, 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 the, the entire question and the entire conversation is really, really tough for me because I, I don't think that it's something we should get in the habit of doing honestly, but you should, I, everyone reserves the right to say, nope, that person is disgusting and I am not going to support them anymore. Like that's, that's a little bit of a different question. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's, it's tough. Like, have you bailed on? Anybody that you that you really liked? I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I that I never liked Woody Allen. Like right. Woody Allen in my in my lifetime, the I don't know about you, but like I'm glad I was not born in 1976 because like I don't I I I've always been completely aware that Woody Allen was you know a weirdo who got married to his stepdaughter at minimum, right? right. So. That's always been been in the back of my brain. Like when I was when I was twenty years old and should have been watching, you know, uh, Annie Hall and all that stuff. I I was like, no, but he's also he's also a gigantic a gigantic creep at at best, and and that always affected the way that I looked at him. Like I had no real affection for him outside of the lens of him being of him being you know a, a predator basically. Right. I but I'm trying to think of people who I like who I've sworn off entirely. Um, I, and I don't like none immediately come to mind. I, I know you, you have a couple, right? Well, uh, specific, like no, Michael Jackson. There, there's is... no one that I, yeah, there's no one that I like love, love, love that has ever been like, it hasn't put me in that, in that kind of space. I, I will say that. Right. So like Michael Jackson was somebody I never really super enjoyed anyway. Um, so like, it, it's not a big loss for me that I'm not like, oh yeah, I'm not going to listen to Michael Jackson anymore, but there is, um, like this, this punk kind of metal band, uh, from Milwaukee called Enabler that I was 
mega into. Their first two or three records are incredible. Um, and then, and it, this was a band with uh, a guy, his girlfriend, and then like a third guy. And the guy, and then it came out later that like the guy had sexually assaulted his girlfriend like throughout the course of like years of their relationship. And I was like, I guess I can't like this band anymore, right. which which was a bummer because like, you know, uh, A, all of it had happened, obviously. But then also like I had already pre-ordered the record they had coming out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, shit, now I wish I hadn't given them this like extra money, you know? Right. Um, so it, it was a, it was a real... That was a real, like, oh, fuck. Like, immediately, I was out, and it sucked because I really liked that band. It's one of those things where you got to be really careful. It's – there needs to be – it's got to – it's tough. It's tough for everybody. Like, David Beck's underage girls. Like, I don't – what do you do about that? Should that mean everybody squares off David Bowie? Like, I I don't – I don't – I don't think so, but it's also it also puts you in an uncomfortable position of like tacitly. Uh, it, it 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 turns the dis- it makes the discussion a lot more complex than than it otherwise would be. But people in general are horrible. I think that's kind of part of it. Yes, that's true. right. So like like people do terrible things, and and uh, and especially now, like things are things are always going to come to light because of how much easier it is to learn about things and. And, uh, you know, and, and the, the, the environment that we live in is thankfully more conducive now to say someone writing about, you know, speaking out of, about this stuff, right? which, which is a good thing, but it, it also means that, that we're, that we need to take stock of our idols a little bit more. But like, I, I will say this, like Bill Cosby, like, I don't, I don't watch the Cosby show anymore. It, he's, yeah. he's been. He he completely. That was society. Like, there's nobody that stuck around for Cosby. I don't think. Right, because because there is the, there's a threshold there. It's just the way that it goes. Like like your crimes have to be pretty monstrous for for you to get written off completely. Because we're okay we're okay with a certain amount of it, but when when the evidence becomes, you know, over, like whenever it's overwhelming like that, you know. It, the the bar is the bar is really high to to be ostracized and i think i think crosby cleared it but guys like woody allen have not somehow and and, and roman polanski and all all these people who have done monstrous things still are talented enough and good enough at their job to to make people you know reckon with it it's 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 kind of amazing yeah Oh, uh, by the way, pertinent to your interest, that band enabler, the guy, the third guy in that band was the drummer from Fallout Boy. Oh, yeah, I, I knew he was in a lot of he was in metal bands. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. How about uh, that? Yeah. So that was that was it was. Did they just see what ha- did they just like cease to exist whenever all that happened? Yeah, pretty much. Cause uh, yeah. you know, I I think it I think. It wasn't just like the drummer was on a rotating basis, but I think the guy from Fallout Boy was like kind of the OG and like was he like Stubby Joe from uh That is from, not a uh, reference Spin- I get. From Spinal Tap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like also he did it when he could, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, no, I mean, like, and now you, you know, you, we just came off Casey Affleck during award award seasons, right? And right. Brie Larson had to present him with multiple awards. And I think if nothing else, like where we are now, at least there's a discussion happening about it because it is. It's something that needs to be treated thoughtfully and and with complexity. And when you have Brie Larson up there, who's been a champion of of you know victims of sexual violence, you know, kind of going out of her way to to not co-sign presenting an award to to uh to casey affleck like that's that's important and that's stuff that needs to happen so i'm glad like that the, the discussion is taking place but at the same time like it's it's a slippery slope with a, with this sort of thing because people are terrible right and do terrible things right um, so that's that's a super cop out answer but i i know yeah it's, like it's a it's a case-by-case basis for me honestly that sounds terrible but it's true yeah i mean and it also goes back to like how like you don't want to say like how bad the crime is or whatever but i think a lot of people for example when the stuff about woody allen's like youngest daughter came out uh yeah. you know around the time blue jasmine right. was released um that was a big cutoff for a lot of people a lot of people were exactly. like we're good with the soon ye stuff for whatever reason yes that's that's that that's what I'm saying. Like, like it, it's this weird sliding scale based yeah, on on how on weird. how on how on how great your art is, and also how terrible your crime is. And and people are willing to give leeway, but yeah, that was the cutoff point, I think. Yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll move on to a uh, a <sighs> slightly cheerier topic. Um, ban- how about bands we stop <laughs> listening to because they suck? Speaking speaking of artists who've done terrible things, Weezer. Weezer, new here song. we are. Um, that new Weezer song, apparently it sounds like 21 Pilots. I don't really have a familiarity with them. Uh, but it's terrible. I think if you think, that's, if you think that is any less terrible than a bunch of stuff they've done over the last 15 years, you have not been paying attention. You're, well, first of all, you're right. I haven't been. Mm-hmm. Um, but second of all... I can't imagine anything is worse than that. Like it might be, it might be up there with as bad. Like, buddy, go listen to Ratitude. Listen, listen to it again. Okay, I'm not going I'm, to do that. Obviously, no, but like, but it's not like I, you should not be surprised by this. You should I'm not, not be surprised. Like this is this is truly not remarkable in in terms of the badness of of stuff Weezer has done at all. It just isn't like All it's right. it's middle of the road terrible for for them wow. based on like post maladroit work I would say yeah I because, mean, because because maladroit is great is it I get yeah I'm not gonna get on board with that um but great there are good songs on maladroit for sure but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna co-sign on great it is great Sean please <laughs> um but anyway. In talking about uh, that, we so my friends and I went to the Celtics game uh, last Wednesday, and it it was interesting for a while. They played the Timberwolves, and then the Celtics just kind of pulled away. Uh, and as as the game got like the the gap got bigger and bigger, my friends and I just started talking about like Weezer and how good Weezer used to be, and and that kind of thing, uh, and. My friend brought up a thing of like, what is the you know most underrated song on the Blue Album? Mm-hmm. 
And we got to talking about that. And then they were like, well, it's not my favorite, if even though it's the under. And so we came up with this thing of like overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite. You didn't come up with that, by the way. Or, like well, that was. we. Uh, let me put it this way. That we was, that was it somewhat organically. I'm sure that other people have thought in of the this. same in the same week that it was all over Twitter. I let me put it this way. I didn't see any of it. So you're it, a liar. I'm not lying. But anyway, if if it did start on Twitter and like that all happened, that's fine, whatever. But uh, we got to doing that, and it was very fun, like way to burn our way through a kind of boring fourth quarter of an NBA game. What did you arrive on for the blue album? Blue album, uh, overrated. I I said Buddy Holly, good song, mm-hmm. but like you know, it's the it's the big hit single. It's the uh, only possible song. It's the only possible song that could be overrated on on that record. Uh, I, I I would listen to an argument for the sweater song, but I think it's probably too good to be. You know what I mean? I, I think people rate the sweater song appropriately. Appropriately, yeah. Um. Underrated, I, I think I think I'd accept just about like half the album, honestly. It's in the garage, by the way. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I'll I'll take I'll take that. But um I don't remember what I specifically said if I had to think about it. Um Best best to say it ain't so. Wait, is it's favorite? Wait, what is it? Uh, I'm, no, I'm that's sorry. that was underrated. Forget. Favorite Um For me it's only in dreams. Hmm. It's favorite, overrated, underrated. Least favorite is the other one. Least favorite. I oh man. It's hard because there aren't bad songs on the blue album, but I you know, uh no one else. I, I'm for gonna me say least, least favorite. Okay, least favorite is holiday. Favorite is uh favorite is say it ain't so Overrated is Buddy Holly. Underrated is in the garage. Yeah, I think that works. But let let's do it this way. Overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite of the first four Weezer albums. Uh, favorite is Maladroit. <laughs> Sean, please. Favorite? No. Uh... Oh man. That's really I, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> you have to. That's the rule. Uh Okay, I'm I want to say that, that at this point like oh my god, favorite overrated is green cuz I cuz I don't like it all that much. Underrated is maladroit. No, least 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 favorite is least favorite is green, underrated is maladroit. Uh Favorite is blue. Overrated is Pinkerton. Uh, I will agree with overrated. Underrated, the green album. Favorite, the blue album. Least favorite, Maladroit. Ooh, false. <laughs> um, by the way, I, I didn't say what my underrated for the, uh, for the blue album was. It's Surf Wax America. It's a good call. That's prob- probably... Probably second up. It's second. Really good, bro. It's really, really good. Um, those are like it's ten great songs. Yeah, it re- it really. I, I is. don't. In and I mean, it, I so I did the same thing with Dookie. Uh, yeah. 
And it's the same thing. It's like, shit. There are... I don't know how to pick a least favorite of this. You know? It's... It's tough. Yeah. It's... It is, it is tough. I don't... I wouldn't even know. Like... Because, like, what do you say? Like, you say Longview is overrated, maybe? But, like, I don't... I, do I? Is, I, I, think I, I don't know. No, no, I, I, that's, that's, that's from, yeah, okay. That basket case is fair to say is underrated. Um, what's your le- what's least favorite for you? It, it again, it's tough. Um, yeah. but no, I that's that that whole construct was making the rounds last week, and it was super, super addictive. I had to not get involved with it because it would have just eaten an entire day. Yeah, because then, uh, then you then you go back and listen to them, and it's like, uh. right. Um, I guess I guess I'd say Chump is probably my least favorite. Okay. Uh, when I come around is my favorite, and Burnout is underrated. I am glad to hear that When I Come Around is your favorite. That 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 I feel vindicated with that. that song rules, dude. But again, that's like, like that's it, like one of the first songs I remember listening to and being like, yeah, that's my favorite song. That's what. That's one of the first songs I remember listening to and being like, "Oh, that drummer is incredibly talented." <laughs> I don't know why. Were, like I just super noticed that about twenty three when it came out. <laughs> that's right. What was that? That was ninety four, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes, um, man. So you, you'd have been super. You twelve? Extremely eleven years yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah, eleven. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh boy, no, I I could do that. I could do that stuff all day. But like I, like I said, we just zoned out and talked about it for fifteen minutes. Like imagine if it if it was just doing one after the other at work. I, I'd have done nothing. Yeah, I think the the only other one we did was uh, the color and the shape with Foo Fighters. I listened to I listened to the self titled Foo Fighters record today. Actually, it's so good. <laughs> Not color and the shape. No, I know. But like, yeah, I. You know what it was? Seriously, I read a Mental Floss article about Mentos and made me think of Big Me. Yep. And it, it, like the, the, the article is about like the genesis of the of the crazy Mentos commercials like from the 90s. It's pretty it was interesting enough. And then I but that just was a jumping off point for me to listen to the, the, the full Foo Fighters record this afternoon. Yeah, that's a real I, I haven't listened to that one in a while. I really should. It's very, very good. Um, but what do you got for color in the shape? And then we can, God, maybe bring this back later or something. I don't know, but um, I don't know if I can do that right now. Okay, well, I'll I'll just because I did this one on Twitter earlier, so I'll just give it to you here. Uh, overrated monkey wrench, underrated February stars, favorite Hey Johnny Park, least favorite doll, which is the first track that is like a minute and a half long yeah it's kind of a cop-out but what am i gonna tell you i don't know if i agree with monkey ranch being overrated like I, I don't know if i ever need to hear my hero again but it's 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 also such a great song yeah my hero is i would say appropriately rated as excellent but maybe a little overplayed it's in the same same area as Everlong, I would say. Yeah, Everlong's my number two favorite, and like the fact that that's... But like, but I but I like Everlong more. But like Everlong oh, was was ubiquitous for a little bit. For sure, it was. Um, but rightly yeah. so, I would say that's one of the great rock songs of like the nineteen nineties. Full stop. I, 
I'm with you there, man. 1997. What I a that time. that was a 96 release. Was it 97? You are incorrect. Okay. All right. Looking at it on Spotify right now. It says 1997. Dang. Um, no, so I I could do – seriously, we could just do that. We could spend an entire episode doing this. Yeah, we'll, ju- we'll just add this to the pile of recurring things. I'll come up with one record a week. Okay. Cool. Just make make sure you tell me what it is beforehand, so never, I can actually listen to it. Never gonna happen. Mm. Either that, or I'm just, or I'm just gonna say like, or I'm just gonna make you pick your favorite Blink One Eighty Two record. Uh, man, it's tough. Dude Ranch <laughs> is the correct answer. Mm. Enema of the state. My, probably enema, enema of the state. Take off your me. pants and jacket. Those are the three I can I know off the top of my head. It took me a really embarrassingly long time to understand the joke of take off your pants and jacket. I will... like it, it didn't register for me all that quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say the same thing about honk if you're horny. <laughs> What's, why is that? How do you miss that? Uh, I'm an idiot. I don't know. I, I don't have a good answer for you. You don't understand the concept of horniness. Do you wait? Do you not get what this is? What are you? What are you talking about? Honk if you're horny. Horn, honk. Do you? Yeah, say I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I get it. Like, what did you? Th- what was lost? What part of it was lost on you? Is what I, I'm saying. Di- I didn't understand. You just weren't, why you just weren't that... like. You just like. You I didn't only, understand. You didn't I... understand. You only understood it as like is like in terms of horniness. That's correct. Okay. I could only th- view it through the lens of wanting to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. As like an eight-year-old. <laughs> oh my god. That's right. <laughs> oh god, that's that's impressive, man. Good. I mean, it it's no less stupid than me than me taking like it. It was literally like I was just, I listened to the record for months and it was like, oh, I get it. So it, it's it's no less stupid than that. Um, by, by the way, way I you... should say I only got honk if you're horny when I was 31 years old. <laughs> because that's that's when you understood the concept of horns. That's right. <laughs> Honking, <laughs> you see, when you, a horn is something you honk. <laughs> the amount of time it took me as a child to get that is amazing, truly incredible. Yeah, see, like that's that. No, that's what I. I just figured you just. Wow. Way, to, way to go, man! Like, I like it should it should arrive. It's one of those jokes where it's like you got to it backwards. Yes, exactly. Like it's one of the jokes in a Muppet movie where the parents are like, "Haha," and the children are like, "It's funny because he said poop or whatever." But nope, right. I uh, I I fully understood the concept of horniness as a small child. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Uh, we have a draft this week. Yes, we do. And I think it's a good one. I don't know how Sean feels about it. It was my idea. It's fine. It, it's Thanks. like, I would say it's a middling draft for us. Fair enough. Um, it is, in honor of NCAA tournaments happening, uh, the like coolest or best or whatever you want to say, uh, team names 
for example, the USC Gamecocks, because isn't that so funny? It's like, uh, you remember one of those hats with the, <laughs> the hats with the nicknames on them writ- written across the, the front of them where... Hell yeah, I do. Thing? Yep. Sick cocks on it. Get oh, it? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, the, the one that was big around here for obvious reasons was UMass, but then like kids would go and pull all the and, strings and pull out. Off the, pull off the M. And the U, and it would just say yes, and, and, and teachers <laughs> had to groove on that. I like I like that. The Rock that was that was a big one. Slippery Rock University. Oh yeah. So there were a lot of there were a lot of the Rock hats floating around in 1997 or whatever. Sure. Uh, so I the the way we the way we structure this though, it's just it's D one it's D one colleges you know yep. schools schools that you have the, heard the thre- of. No, the, the it's D one, not not schools you've heard of. The that are that play D one basketball basically because there's like four hundred of them. Right. So, for all those silly art schools out there that have you know goofy nicknames like North Carolina Schooling Arts of School of Arts is the Fighting Pickles. Hell yeah! You know, way to go, but you are not eligible for for the draft. My uh my uncle went to Campbell University, which is the Fighting Camels. Yeah, that's great. Not a D1 school. Correct. So, shove it, Uncle Phil. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Phil. For You sound like a nice guy. He's absolutely not. He's awful, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, he's he's a he's a military guy, and so like when he would come home, uh and it, like he'd see me playing with Ninja Turtles, he'd be like, "Why are you playing with those dolls?" You know, that kind of shit. Like yeah. just an asshole. Okay. Well. Oh man, I wish I had a cool Uncle Phil. That'd be awesome. In yep. honor, in honor of, uh, in honor of Uncle Phil. Yeah, that's right. No, I have name. only a bad one. James Avery. That's his name. R.I.P. Rest in peace. All right, you have the first pick. I that's assume that's not correct. Really? Yeah. What did we do last week? Uh, great question. Don't remember. Way to go. Hold, please. But you lost with like oh uh, arena songs. Yeah, I kind of felt that one coming. I and, I, and I think I, you I, got I, you got forty five percent of the vote. Yeah, out of I, a possible one hundred. I felt like I was going to lose that one. Yeah, and you did. Um, so, congrats. Blind squirrel finds a nut, my friend. Yeah. Uh, okay, with my first pick, this is solely to antagonize you. Mm-hmm. The Fort Wayne Mastodons. Ooh, that's good. Are you gonna maybe save it, save it for a few rounds? Oh, you could I, have because I. I, wanted, uh, I well, I don't care. I, I wanted to. I wanted to make a statement with my first pick. You wanted to own me with it. I wanted them. I wanted to make a statement by choosing the best dinosaur with Sean the number Le- one oh, pick. After this, we please remind me that someone asked for a dinosaur corner. Okay. Okay. Uh, with my first pick, I'm going to go with the University of California at Santa Clara, Banana Slugs. So that's don't think I'm up picking that as well. Uh, all the all the Cal schools have pretty good names. Yeah, they do. Um, with my second pick, choose the Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks. That's good. I don't know what the I don't know what the women's team is called. But, um, if it's anything like uh, Providence College, which is the Friars, 
their women's teams the lady, are the Lady Frogs. The Lady Lumberjacks, yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, another rule, the ground rule, you can't do duplicate names. So you, I don't know why you'd want to, but sorry to the Panthers and the Cougars and the Wildcats. The, the Hawks and all that stuff, yeah. All right, with my second pick, I'm going to go with the University of Louisiana at Lafayette, Rage and Cajuns. Very good. Uh, yeah, shout out to one of my editors at the Post-Gazette, Tyler Batiste from Lafayette, Louisiana. He'll be proud when he does not listen to this. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll go with like a big we'll – I'll go with a big school here, biggest school. Arizona State Sun Devils. That's a good one. One of my favorite logos of all time. It's they've since changed it, but the old, the little, <laughs> little devil running around with a pitchfork. I yep, remember that I drew, ruled. I, that, that I was drew straight that up awesome. Art class at one point, and it was probably the best, the best piece of artwork I ever made. How many are we doing, by the way? Here, uh, I can go pretty deep if you want to go ten. Fine. Great. Uh, I will go with my third pick. The Texas Christian University Horned Frogs. Do you get why that's funny? I not? don't. I do you gonna, not. You're you going to wait 30 years to, to understand? <laughs> oh, the frogs have horns. I thought it was because the frogs uh, wanted to fuck. Yeah. Uh, in honor of our buddy Jeff Israel, with my fourth pick, the Flying Dutchman. From Hofstra University. They're, they're the pride now. That doesn't count. Oh, yeah, it doesn't. Ah, oh, shit. Okay, I revoked. Uh, Union is just the Dutchman, Union College. Um, but they're not flying in any way. And I think that kind of takes away. Not interested in them. No, I agree. As well, you shouldn't be. Uh, the Youngstown State Penguins. With my fourth pick. State. You there? Or yeah, I'm, you? Ju- I'm typing. I'm typing. Okay. Uh, for me, number four, the Hawaii, for me, the uh, University of Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. I think they're just the Warriors now. Are they indeed? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they are indeed. Uh, let's let's check this actually. I'm I'm googling it now. No. Okay. They're good. You're good. And apparently the women's team is the Rainbow Wahin. I don't know what that means, but that's amazing. Um, so, yeah, Rainbow Warriors, you're up, bud. The Albany Great Danes. Hell yeah. Fuck you, Love Albany. Them. They're in my, they're in my uh, college's conference now, so they can go straight to hell. Um, my buddy actually has a Great Dane. It's ridiculous. I'm going to fight that dog, too. <laughs> dog will bite your head off, dude. No, they're big dogs. Um, <laughs> the, the dog is big. Folks, I got to tell you. Uh, all right, hold on. Let's, let's, let's take a what, – what is the story with that bird? I, I, think it, I think it was Nathan Fielder. What bird? The bird. The rooster, the gigantic rooster that oh, walked down the, the steps. Bi- the big chicken. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the bird, whatever. Yeah. If you had said, <laughs> if you had said chicken, <laughs> I would have known. What I'm you not said. a, I'm not a zoologist, Ryan. Um, 
What's up with that bird? I literally... So, <laughs> what it reminded me of was... Did you ever watch the Ali G show when it was on HBO? Yeah. Did you see the one where he goes to the farm? No. Oh, he goes to a farm, and he sees uh, basically like the same kind of chicken... And he li- and he start he almost breaks because he can't believe how funny the chicken looks, <laughs> and he and he's like, he, like the farmer's talking. He's just like, hold on, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and he's like, what is him wearing on him head? <laughs> Dude, I I don't think I don't think that's a bird. Like like we're gonna find out at some point that that was some kind of prank. Yeah, that thing. I, I was... like I want to see something for scale. Like I don't know. I want to know how big. It, how exactly how big that the the door was in its little birdhouse or whatever what, it's called. What you have to understand about the size of that chicken, right, is that like birds when they go from like one level to another, like if they're going down a flight of steps, they I know hop. I that they hop and, and it just kind of like step down. <laughs> I, I saw someone was say like, that on Twitter. Th- I mean, that's bananas. Great, absolutely, man. I don't like to think about how big that bird is. It's the biggest bird I ever seen, dude. I wouldn't go that far. I seen an ostrich one time. You want to I talk have. about a big bird? <laughs> I think we've talked enough about big birds. Okay. What is your uh the Wake Forest Demon Deacons? Yep. Yep. Uh I'm going to go with the University of Missouri at Kansas City Kangaroos. Ooh, that's good. We love kangaroos here. Actually, no way. We hate kangaroos here. Yeah, they're too scary. They're <laughs> yeah, kangaroo jacked. Yeah, I don't like to think about it. Go um, ahead. I'm gonna go with the Purdue Boilermakers here. Lame. Really? Yep. I mean, I didn't want to say that about the Penguins. I mean, I'm maybe a little nicer than you, but who needs boilers? Mm. Nobody. I mean, some people do. Oh, all right. Well, that's my mistake then. Wood burning stove. <laughs> Exclusive. Uh, that and that's your big beef with them, right? Is that you just Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm very particular about the way I heat my home. Yes. <laughs> uh all right, with my seventh pick. Yep. The Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Speaking I, of big speaking of big old birds. I don't know what a Chanticleer even is, my friend. Oh, you are in for a treat, my friend. And I don't know how to spell it. It is a... It's a bird. I understand that. Believe. Maybe not. Imagine if it's... I don't know what it is. It's a stupid fish. It's a rooster! Yes, there we go. It's a rooster. I literally have to look up how to spell Chanticleer, because I have no idea. It's C-H-A-C-H-A-A... C H A N T. I'm going to look it up later. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about it now. This is this is a spelling podcast. Uh yeah. The Chanticleers, baby. Um, I'm your I'm pick. Little, I'm a little bummed here because apparently Runnin' is no longer in the UNLV nickname. They used to be the Runnin' Rebels. Now they're just the Rebels. And yeah, that sucks. And, so. I'm going to go, this This is just a, a classic name, the Michigan Wolverines. There are other Wolverines. Are there? Gotta be. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Uh, I'll check right now, actually. Okay. 
Not D1, actually. You're good to go. You Hell can have yeah. I'm going to go with the Maryland Terrapins. I love it. I was just telling you. I always, when I was a kid, I loved that turtle logo. And I wanted to get a hat, but they never had one at Lids. So. You can probably, they like to emphasize the actual turtle logo now. So I'm sure you can get one for cheap. Well, now I, I don't got, want one. Now I'm over I got a guy. I got, I got a guy. It's fine. I would hope, I would hope you do have a guy. His name his name's Dan and he works at Lids in in uh in Ross Park Mall. That's right. Um I'm going to go with the North Carolina Tar Heels. See, now we're getting into the bigger schools. Interesting. Pretty interesting. Extremely interesting. Okay. All right. Well, you have one more pick. Uh I don't think that's true. I have Nope, two more picks. I apologize. All right. The Loyola Greyhounds. I'm going to guarantee that that is one other school's nickname. You're right. right. I've done a bad job of writing these down. You know, I I hate Notre Dame, but I think Fighting Irish is such a funny funny thing. I agree. I I had it on my list for sure. I didn't know if it would come up. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I got to do it. Fighting Irish. Yeah, they were like, we're going to really lean into that stereotype. Drunken Irish. That's right. Uh, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Hmm. I hate I hate Gophers. Oh, my mistake. Or, can I ask just a quick question, kind of an aside, but related. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Are you say the groundskeeper at an exclusive country club. <laughs> I was that's that not what I was expecting. <laughs> see and and now I'm just going to yeah, see me terrible Bill Murray. Uh I'm going to ask it's going to be don't terrible 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 Carl Spackler uh impressions for the next 45 minutes. Um I'm running kind of low here, man. Yeah. I gotta say. Well, you have one more, so that's it. You need to come up with one. I don't like the one that's on my list. Uh-oh. So I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> Quietly. For a while now. We're going to yeah, run out true. the clock here. Uh, is this school D1? Let's see. No, it's not. That's a shame. What was it? The Pittsburgh State Gorillas. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I, I thought I I thought I had a pretty sweet one lined up there, man. Um, Scottsdale Community College Artichokes. Hell yeah. No, no probably not. Probably not gonna work. Um. The Shamanad Silver Swords. That's the one that I had on there. They're they're a they might be D three. They're that's a school in Hawaii. Okay. This, we this this is too long. It's terrible. What this draft? We're treating people unfairly by subjecting them to this. <laughs> Just say Duke and get it over with. For Christ's sake! I sakes. would rather die. <laughs> I will do no such thing. Florida Gators, Sean. How about that? 
Uh, no. Arkansas Razorbacks. <laughs> no. Uh, South Carolina Gamecocks. Wichita State Shockers. There we go. There you go. I knew it was going to come up. All right. I hate that draft. I hate you for suggesting it. Well, I'm not done yet because I'm picking the Akron Zips last. Enjoy. Thanks. <laughs> you're going to get you're going to get a lot of the uh, dipshit vote by picking the Shockers, by the way. That's what I was going for. Hell yeah. <laughs> I hope people realize that, that that a Chanticleer is a rooster. I really do. They're not going to. I think I think you uh you went too highbrow here. Can you like parenthetically say after that it's a rooster? <laughs> no. Please? I absolutely can't. Please, it would, go, it would go against, I think, the integrity of the draft. That's not that. That is not true. We've <laughs> done parentheticals before. I'm not sure that's true. It's absolutely true. Whatever. Mm. Moving on. Yep. All right. We have questions, folks. We have lots and lots of questions. We already answered two of them, kinda. Mm, yeah. Um. Oh, dinosaur corner. Uh, we're getting dinosaur emoji. And it's extremely good to me. Wait, we already have dinosaur emojis. I mean, that's technically true. We have plenty of bird emojis, so that's all dinosaur emoji. Awesome. I'm going to text you a dinosaur emoji right now. Okay. If this, this is, is stupid. Like you're, I'm going to be so you're, fucking you're getting, you're getting all crazy about something we already have. He's going to text me the goddamn elephant. I know it. Oh boy. Well, I'm not gonna sit here and listen to people wait for. It was it was a wild boar. <laughs> God damn it, son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. All right. I already got. It. When when are those coming? By the way. Uh June. Do you know? June. Okay. Any other relevant additions to the emoji? Um, there will be one of those big curling things that you push down the the lane. Completely unnecessary. I totally agree with you. There will be a sandwich. There will be a guy throwing up. Uh, there will. Be... <laughs> Those are my 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 two favorite things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sandwiches and vomiting. <laughs> that's right. Um, there's one where a guy's head is exploding, like there's a like mushroom cloud coming out of a surprised face. I think that like one's a, gonna get like a lot a, of traction. Like, like like in scanners. Never seen it. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, well, congratulations. Yep. I'm really excited about all of it and it's, it's going great for me. Um, all right. So we will go back a couple of weeks ago. There was one we missed, uh, that was what's the, uh, from number one Wait, dog check, haver. Check at, your phone. Check, check your phone right now. It's a horse. Fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, at friggin' Dingus asked, what's... I, "What is frig? I hold on a second. I want to know what friggin' Dingus's real name is." We'll never know. We just, all we we'll know is know. he's the number one dog haver. He doesn't, yeah, which is great, but yeah, that's but it's Chris, it's, uh, Bill. Mm-mm. There's no nope. way it's Bill. Um, it's anyway, uh, what is the worst snack that you have brought or seen someone else bring to a movie theater? Oh, brought or ha- oh boy. I have one because this happened to me like three weeks ago. Hmm? 
uh, I a person brought a whole thing like a tray of sushi. I was gonna say that I've seen people do that. What is wrong with like what no, the those people the hell? are monsters. I mean, like I, like I'll bring, I'll bring outside snacks in. Obviously, like I'm. Oh yeah. That's, but, um, yeah, that's that's crazy. I is that like a new thing or something? Like I, I feel like that's a semi recent thing. Um, bringing sushi or just, in. Or, yeah. No, or 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 just because we uh, that you know what you know what my evidence for that is is that we've both seen it in the last like two years. Right. So I I assume that there's a rash of people bringing sushi into movie theaters. <laughs> That's right. These, <laughs> we got to do something about it, folks. It's a real problem. Folks, these people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's extremely bad to do that. I also recently saw someone bring in a, a, like a full McDonald's value meal into... My... Uh, into get out, as a matter of in fact. A similar, in a similar, similar vein, my, uh, my boss... Michael Sansarino has twins and they're like 18 months old or whatever. Not whatever. They are 18 months old. And, and his wife will pack them lunch from time to time. But there's always like, it seems like some of the components are always like shit that the kids might eat. Yeah. So he had like a bag. carrots. And... No, no, no. He had like, like, like little snacky things. Right. So he had a, he had a bag of like a little Ziploc bag full of like pea, like puffed peas. Like, <laughs> Like they were – I don't even know what they were. They were kind of like little corn snacks. Instead of corn, it was peas. And they were the they were so bad that he like kind of pushed them on me and ended up, and ended up like I, – I found the bag like on my desk later on. Like they were, they were truly, truly gross. Just a handful of soggy Cheerios. Ugh. Yeah, right. I don't – I never liked Cheerios as a kid. I thought they were fine. Honey Nut Cheerios, not not the regular kind. Oh, sure. Not uh, enough shit for my taste. Yeah, what's the worst thing you personally have ever brought? <laughs> uh, drugs. Hell yeah. <laughs> Love to do Next drugs time. at the <laughs> movies. Needles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You just wanna you just wanna down out while you're watching. I never like like what's the point of like eating weird shit though? Like just like seriously. Like if it's not in a bag, don't bring it. I, I agree with you 100. If, it, if it's if it's not in a bag and isn't something that you get at at the snack bar or the the, the concession stand, just just don't do it. Um, when I the this is this is maybe the worst food related thing that has ever happened in a movie, uh, for me, was my aunt took me to see Independence Day on opening night, and I got like the pretzel bites with cheese, and I was ripping the most disgusting farts. <laughs> literally the entire movie it was were people noticing i don't know how they didn't <laughs> and then you crapped your pants and started to cry and your aunt had to take you out of the theater mm-hmm. and, you, and you were forever known at that movie theater as the kid who cried and crapped his pants pretzel the crabs, they called me <laughs> oh pretzel crabs <laughs> they 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 hung your picture up at the concession stand and said, do not sell this young man pretzels. Oh, boy. I, I, one, of my best, one of my best friends, we used to, like, we would, he was not, literally in his home, he was not allowed to eat Sour Patch Kids. Because, 
they had some they, they some sort of weird chemical reaction with his body that just led to the creation of toxic farts. <laughs> I have a lot of time for these kinds of stories, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I looked I this <laughs> believe it or not, this came up again recently. And I looked into it and it's apparently not a wholly uncommon thing. Really? Like there's some Yeah, like it, it definitely happens with people like it, it's it's like that episode of south park where cartman is farting in people's faces to interrogate them and he's drinking apple juice beforehand <laughs> like that it, it, it doesn't familiar but okay apple apple juice farts like that's that, that's oh what he was doing it was a guy who, like, he was brewing up apple juice farts to, oh to, to blow in people's faces and I, but like it, inherently apple juice does not have that kind of reputation right no but i don't think so <laughs> And neither do Sour Patch Kids, but it's apparently, it's apparently. A thing. But here's the thing. I've had like pretzels with that kind of cheese sauce since then. And my like guts haven't exploded. So, I mean, I yeah, haven't turned I, like, my stomach like, into a coffee percolator. No, I, I, I think with this, it, there's, it's something, something that goes on with like Eddie's body chemistry combined with, combined with a powder on Sour Patch Kids that just creates, you know, mustard gas basically <laughs> come on eddie like dude he was on he literally he ate sour patch kids on a on a on a bus trip with his dad and and was farting on the bus and like senior citizens were were getting upset they were like who who is who's passing gas he's just filling up filling up the bus with his sour patch kids farts oh man where were we we were answering questions yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on here. Um, bu- 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 Randy Abbott at Randy Abbott three asks: Has any good comedy movie been released at any point in the last five years? And the answer is yes, Randy. Try going to the movies. There are plenty of good comedies. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Randy. Get your shit. I mean, together, I, I get, idiot. I get what he's saying though. Like, there's certainly, I feel like there's fewer now than than there were. You know, in the past, but I think part I of that also is I think part of that also is that like you you know you were a kid, so you're right. gonna laugh you're gonna laugh at dumber shit. Like like if I I mean Tommy Tommy Boy would always be funny, but I remember watching like Major Pain and thinking it was hilarious. And like they're that that that's not a funny movie. That shit so, has sailed, yeah. The the shit that you watch when you're ten is always gonna seem more funny than what you're watching when you're thirty. That's just the way that it goes. So yeah. it, it only seems like there's there's less I, I think that's part of it. It's it's a mix of of less funny movies being made, yes, but also Randy, I believe your tastes have changed. Yeah, and that that's the other thing I, I wanted to say about that too, is like once you start to get a sense of like how comedy works, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you're not any you're no longer like just enjoying a movie when it's funny you're like looking at kind of like the strings on what's getting pulled sure. to make a joke work now there's 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 still there's funny movies being made what's the funniest movie you've seen in, in theaters in the last like year we'll say pop star maybe I, that's the got robbed for the oscar we've been over this yeah it, it, it's amazing uh but yeah i don't know how you make that you know how you make that work Again, because, like, I, did I laugh out loud at that movie a lot? Not really. But I sat there and watched it and said to myself, this is an incredibly funny movie. You know what I mean? 
like obviously obviously get out was not a comedy but that movie was funnier on the edges than a lot of than a lot of comedies are absolutely there were there were some sincere huge laughs in, in that movie absolutely it's part of what makes what made it so great mm-hmm. i gotta see it again i loved it yeah I've, i saw it twice like rapid fire right after it came out but i would i would gladly i'd gladly do it again all right all right let's see here um mike morton at they call me morty asks if you got to be on jeopardy what interesting thing would you chat about with alex after the first commercial break that's like that is absolutely something i would dread i would it it would like i I, i've thought about that before Mm. they're without fail just no the, the next interesting thing someone says on jeopardy in their little and their little bio package will be the first. Yeah, They're, I totally agree. And 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 that leads me to think that it's not just it's not that it, it's not that no interesting person's ever gone on Jeopardy. It's just that like they're gonna pick something stupid and make you look like an idiot. Right. Um, Trebek, I, knows, Trebek knows what he's doing in in this regard. I'm, I, I'm I'm convinced he does it on purpose. He absolutely does. Just just to make people look like dorks. Seriously. And and then and then he, then he can snidely kind of like. You know. Like he just says, "Well, good luck with that," and then walks back to the big board. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. What? What would you? What would I, you say? I I would say I'm a hockey writer, Alex Trebek, big hockey guy. Hmm. So I'd say that, yeah. and then and then he'd be like, "What do you think of those maple leaves?" And I'd say they're good, Alex. And he'd be like, "That's what I like to hear," and that would be it. That's what I like to hear, and that would be the end of it. Yeah, like. It, I don't know. There's, there's Again, no I'm way. Not tra- it, I'm not trying to be interesting. I'm trying to get out of there without embarrassing myself. Absolutely. That, that's a hundred percent true. That's a hundred percent true because like the, the likelihood of you doing that is high. Yes. Absolutely. Or, or, or you're just going to seem like a, like a dullard, which is what most of those people do. Yeah. Like I don't, I can't even imagine like what Ken Jennings anxiety level was coming up with 70 of those so, seriously backs. just 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 has to say bullshit to him like over and over and over again yeah so I, I don't, you're I, back yeah i guess so man yeah i like and it's also it also like what are you gonna do like if you juggle is that what you're gonna talk about like i, I don't i don't do shit like that right uh i uh watch i sit I around I and play a lot of video games things. alex what you what you should say is that I I've actually seen every episode of Big Bang Theory and then he would make fun of you for being the biggest loser on earth. Just the dumbest piece of shit alive. Yeah. And he'd be right yeah. to do it. Alex, I uh I watch an overwhelming amount of shitty television. I really real, don't. I it's watch a real problem. I watch one incredibly shitty show and then I don't know, a, maybe two others. Maybe. You watch too much TV. People say that. What's too much? I don't care. I watch What's... what I feel is an appropriate amount. I read more books than you do. Fuck off. That that is true. Yeah. Definitely... So now I'm so now I'm smarter than you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You, you think you're smarter than I am. I have a lot of books that I've read that prove it. What's your SATs, bro? <laughs> I, I was in the high thirteen hundreds. I don't remember the exact score. Beat you. Did you really? Yeah. Damn. I did. Just barely, but I did. What'd you get? 1420. Wow, good for you. Shit. So so smart. My problem is bad at math. Did not... Yep. Got pretty close to a perfect score in English, but the math uh, 
lacking. Guess what? Guess what, dickhead? I did get a perfect score. Did in you really? Yep. Oh fuck. Still went to a state school. Hell yeah. Not smart enough to get. No, I'm just. I'm, I'm kidding. Like I, yeah. I don't know why I brought that up. I don't want to talk about SAT scores. Seems like you do. I didn't think you were actually going to answer. Like that's that's just an asshole thing to ask. It really is. Uh, next question. All right. Um, oh, this is a great one. Netty Ball Game at the Ned Bellavo asks, uh, "What are the worst concert slash show behaviors?" Mm, the, oh, the uh, I would say doing things that are just out of step with what the rest of the room is doing. We we've talked about this before, like. You go to some shows where maybe there's moshing or you go to whatever. But if you're if you're the random guy who's standing in front of people and trying to start like a one man circle pit. Yeah, then, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, you're you're a jerk. You gotta you gotta you gotta reassess. Yep. So like I I'm fine with like I I always kind of felt that if I were like in a band, I would I would end up trying end up, you know, doing like Fugazi shit where I would stand up there and scream at people for yes. you know getting fit like i would absolutely be that guy but you know and when you're in the crowd stuff's gonna happen just try like try to read the room and 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 act accordingly yeah um, but, um yeah the 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 overzealous like super fan dork wearing wearing the band's t-shirt that's on the stage who's like midway back across the floor like jumping up and down and spinning around and stuff like that's 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 bad behavior yeah, I agree. Um, I and also so many. By the, I, I here's another thing. I, I didn't mean to cut, didn't mean to cut you off. There, there's way more talking at shows now than there used to be. I was gonna not, say that. I was gonna say that. It, I almost got in a fucking fight it, it at a neutral boils, milk hotel concert. It boils my blood. How yes. rude these people are. Yep. It, like just talking through sets. Like, and I, I don't like. I'm not there to see every single band, but like show some baseline level of respect for the artist and for the people who are there to see him it's it's seriously overwhelming i can deal with people being on their phones i think that's kind of annoying like it, it's weird to me to see people recording everything like an entire show instead of actually like observing it and watching it but that doesn't really do harm but like th- this like this total like when there's a, just a show where there's just a, a low din of people talking the entire time is just overwhelming that's the way it was for jeff rosenstock there were guys in front of me who were just like who were just like, you know, not like loudly talking, but loud enough, and they were standing in front of me, and I, I was just, it was driving me insane. Yeah, it, it is fucking infuriating when, like I said, this is a neutral milk hotel show, a band that most people have never seen in their fucking lives, and there were just these two bros, like I have no idea why they were there, and they just yeah. would not shut the fuck up. Yeah, leave, leave. And I don't, literally don't. turned around and was like, "Can you shut the fuck up, please?" Yeah. And and they were like, well, your girlfriend's been uh, been singing along with every song, and it's like, right? It's, yeah, it's almost like it's she's weird. engaged with the concert here. If you and look, there's always going to be a certain amount of conversation because you whatever you yeah, some amount I, is fine, but like when you're but, shouting but over not, the music, but not, but not, but not conversation like conversation related to the show, yes. like. Like if if you talk if you find yourself speaking for more than three seconds at a time, 
shut your mouth. Yep. It 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 is seriously it's it's the rudest thing anybody could do. I fucking hate it. Um, and it seems like and it seems like I don't know if it's just because like I'm just older and you know more crotchety now. I'm I'm sure I was obnoxious when I was going to shows when I was 16 or 17 or whatever. But like I I don't I really don't remember stuff being that way. And I I think part of it is because like it's just people who should go to a show casually who aren't super into it and just you know. Or I don't know. I have no regard for for anybody else. Right. But like there there should be some baseline level. Like I said, even if you're going to a show where you don't, you know, you care about one out of three acts on the bill or whatever, just don't be an asshole. And people really really fail at that. Yeah, people struggle to not be extremely. And like to your point about having your phone out, I again like you want to check a sports score, you got a text message, whatever. I get it. But when you're just, like, on your phone for the entire fucking set, like, just go the fuck outside. You know, here's what I'll say about that, though. Like, it's not – is it annoying to have, like, some, a light-generating thing in a dark room? Like, yeah, sure it is. That's obnoxious. But but it pales in comparison to, to, two, to two dicks who are, you know, talking over Jeff Rosenstock no, for absolutely. literally 45 minutes or whatever. But, like, like it, you're not, it you're not, me off nonetheless. It does. It does. I, it's something I don't relate to. It's it's like if you're if you're that disinterested, just just why are you there in the first place? But it's also not, you know, it, it's not like t- like talking during stuff, man. That's that's an act of hostility to people. Honestly, it's I it's agree. crazy. Yeah. So, I think I think that answers. Now that mo- both of us are nice and heated up over this. Yeah. Uh. Bu- bu- bu. Let's see here. Let's see here. Um All right, we'll we'll take one sports question here. And and then we'll call it a I'll call it a night. Jared at Lassiter4242 asks, "Will Connor McDavid get max term and money? Any team would max offer sheet him and pay f- uh four number ones." Uh and that me and then he said something else about like farther down guys farther down the roster also getting money but we don't have to address that do you think Connor mcdavid like he'll obviously max out the years he'll get all eight years but do you think he maxes out uh the dollar amount like if like he gets something like 15 million dollars he will make as much money as he wants to make and if it's like if it's like a crosby thing where he takes less it'll be because he wanted to do it right I think that he my, – my theory is uh, he does the Crosby thing where he's like, you know what? I wear 97. Give me $9.7 million. That's completely possible. And uh, – But if he said – if he said I want $15 million a year, they would they would do it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and to the point about offer sheeting – They don't and, exist. Well, no, but like every – like. Every team in the league, this guy is correct, should give up the five number one picks. For oh, for sure. Like, oh, absolutely. He should have 29 offer sheets on, on – or 30, I guess, because of Vegas. He should have 30 offer sheets on his agent's desk the day he becomes eligible to sign one. Yeah, he's, he'll, he'll, he'll extend zero, with the – and he will no, I mean it's, it's never, it's never, it's never going to get to that point. He's, no, he's going to extend. He's going to, he's going to extend with Edmonton the the moment he possibly can. That would be and he July will make his, and, he, and he will make as much money as he would like over as many years as possible. Right. So eight is the max years. Um, 
whatever the whatever the salary cap is divided by five is the max amount he can make but i don't think he'll get anywhere near that number because it would i think it would be like if if we're looking at a what 75 million dollar cap or whatever they're saying it's gonna yeah, be, be 15 it'd be 15 15 million dollars yeah he's not he's not getting 15 million he should probably but he won't just because that's not how it works. I'm gonna say I think he'll hit double digits. I'll, I'll say. You you think he hits ten? Because what? Yeah. Uh, Crosby or uh, Taves Taves and Kane are ten and a half each, and that's the max in the league, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I don't have a good read of like what he's like as a dude. Like that's that's in step with Crosby, where he's gonna like, you know, be a uh, especially like with that first deal he signed. And and the second one, for that matter, he's gonna be like a superstitious weirdo and and structure his deal. So that's like the what that's the way it ends up, right? Right. But he also he also signed that deal before the current set of rules are in place, so it's front loaded and all that all that stuff. So I don't know. I don't have a feel for it. But I I think if I I think I think you could see him make yeah yeah ten ten's totally within the realm. But like like I said, I, I he, think. It, if if he wins a heart and a scoring title this year, as is as he is the favorite to do so, and right. in both now, I mean, he should sign. He I he should sign for for eleven million dollars a year. Honestly, I just I just don't. That think that should just... be that should be the minimum amount he signs for. Like I if if he's just trying to max out his money, which I guess he should at some point. But if he's trying to do that, like he should walk into the room and say twelve at a minimum. I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense to do. Because, like, again, it's a cultural thing where, like, I doubt he wants to be seen as the guy who squeezed every dollar he could out, out of out of that team. So it's like... Right. Like I said, gonna... I, I think 9-7, like, just, you know, do yeah, the, just, do the just thing. Yeah, seems, that, seems, that just seems low. I, I agree that it's low, but then, but, you, but then you get to think no, about... No, I mean, like... like I know, I, I get, I get... I, I know what you're saying, obviously, but, like, that, that also seems... You got to remember, Sid's eight, Sid's eight point seven factors no, in. No, yeah, I, but like, so it's like, but like, if he if he signed another deal right now, don't you think he'd just take eight point seven because he makes all that extra money and endorsements and all that shit? Like, uh, yeah, but I but I also think that if that if he were if he were operating under this deal, uh, uh, operating under these salary guidelines when he extended, you know, a few years back, I I think. I don't. I, I think he would have been one. I think he would have wanted wanted to be paid more. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Because I his mean, cap, like Ovechkin, his, his cap, his cap hit would have been higher. I, I think uh, Ovechkin's it, cap hit has been the, or was the highest in the league for like years and years up until the Taves and Kane. Uh, I'm saying that if I'm saying that if that if if Sidney Crosby were in Connor McDavid's shoes, that is, could sign a new a new contract next year. I I don't think he would be. I don't think you would see see him take an eight point seven. All right, cap. fair enough. But again, like nine seven's obviously one million dollars closer to ten. So, I, I I can I can see him doing that, especially because uh, to that guy's point, they have to pay Drysital. They have to pay um, probably Ryan Nugent Hopkins deal expires is going to expire within the McDavid contract. Um, a bunch mm-hmm. of these defensemen that they have a bunch of the or their goaltender obviously is going to need a new contract at some point soon so you know like every dollar that he makes that makes the team that much weaker yeah 
Of course. So, so it's course. that kind of like, thing. So and that, so like, that's, what, that's, that's why, my that's main why reason take... why I think he goes 9-7 or like 10 at, and not, you know, just dropping his dick on the table and saying 12, please. Like, I It just doesn't seem like that's that's the kind of move that he would make. No, I even agree. Though I wish, even though I wish he would. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I, I like he should. Like, no, that's like my, and my overall point is like none of these guys want to want to completely it is it's like if you want to win games it, it tactically it's a stupid it's a stupid thing to do right and be like it's just not in their dna to to do that stuff for better or worse like it's just not something these these guys are, are equipped to do because whether it's for perception's sake or whatever it's just not something you're you're, you're gonna see yeah well that there it? you go i think that yeah. answers the question i think that's it for the show all right it's been a good one okay cool well enjoy enjoy your week go mastodons hell yeah see you later everyone